This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott & White Health. They're now offering virtual care anytime, even nights and weekends, on the MyBSW Health app. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the app today. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very much. Thank you to uh, Baylor Scott & White. As last hour, we thanked Callaway's for sponsoring these hours. That means a lot to a, a talk show host. It means a lot, lot. And uh, so I hope you'll let anybody in the Baylor healthcare system know. And I uh, hope you'll... Uh, Hope you'll consider using all of their fine services. They're amazing. So thank you. Let me give you the phone number if you'd like to call. We have a line open right now, 800-288-WBAP. That's 800-288-9227. I'll be going to Valerie as soon as I do my SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week, 800-288-9227. The SPCA of Texas dog today is Zeke. Zeke is a seven-year-old pit bull mix looking for a forever home at the SPCA of Texas. Zeke weighs 72 pounds, so he's a bigger guy. He has a black coat except for a little bit of white on his underside and his snoot. He's lovable as he can be, has the friendliest grin on his face when he's having a good time. Fun is something this dog is willing to invest a lot of time into. He's a first-rate bum wiggler. And he has the happiest prince imaginable when you get him out into the play yard. He also likes to chill out on couches and catch the latest TV shows. We have a, a pit bull mix. He's not quite this large, but uh, uh, but uh, our dog is just friends with everybody. We were out walking uh, yesterday on our on our little 11 acres, and he uh, spied somebody up on the road, and I shouted up. He's very friendly, and the guy said, oh, I've heard about Zeus. And uh, he was patting Zeus by then. He was on a bike, and we had a nice chat. He had heard about Zeus here. and uh, But this is Zeke that we're talking about today. Uh, Zeke gets along well with other dogs. He seems to be a great fit for kids as well. So bring the whole family down to the shelter to meet him. He came to the SPCA of Texas as a stray from Ellis County. He would m- much rather not be out on his own again. He didn't uh, care for that. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Zeke has been neutered and microchipped, and he's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. He's waiting for his new forever family at the Russell E. Dealey Animal Rescue Center, so a prior appointment is necessary to meet him. The easiest way to do that is to find his profile at spca.org dogs. spca.org dogs. Click on the Make an Appointment button, and Zeke's team will set everything up from there. Z-E-K-E. That's how you spell Zeke. Z-E-K-E. Please browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet. One word. spca.org slash findapet. Visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. This week, it's Zeke the seven-year-old pit bull mix looking for his forever home. Let's get him adopted. How about that? Sponsored today by Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure that you succeed in every project you have. You know that a hardware store like Ace is, is sectioned off into departments, and they have specialists in each department, somebody who specializes in matching paints and all the different brands of paints that they have, somebody who specializes in their garden supplies and in electrical supplies and in housewares, all the way through the store. Well, stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer. Find a great deal on Ace Smart Flow Max 50-foot premium grade garden hose. Regular price $34.99. That's a bargain, but you save an extra $5 with your Ace Rewards card, and you pay only $29.99, a limit of two hoses. The Ace Smart Flow Max is the best premium hose for all of your watering needs. It has a 5 eighths. let's try that again, a 5 eighths inch inside diameter. That's what you want. 
Anything bigger is too heavy, and anything smaller is not well made. A strong 400-pound-per-square-inch burst strength. It prevents all kinking and twisting. Its crush-proof couplings are what you need. It has triple-frame technology. I've admitted I don't know what that means. And it has crush-proof couplings. That means that you can drive across it when it's out on the driveway. You don't want to do that, but if you accidentally do, it's not going to flatten it out. Ace stores, they're parts of our neighborhoods. That's where you get this Smart Flow Max 50-foot premium grade Ace Garden Hose. A regular $34.99, which is a bargain, but you save five extra dollars with your Ace Rewards card and pay only $29.99, limit of two. Ace is the place with the great garden hose, and Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Baylor Scott and White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now, or later today, or when those pesky allergies are giving you a very real headache. Just text BETTER, that's B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the My BSW Health app today. And now, back to Neil. All right, and let me give you that phone number one more time. Let's fill that last line, 800-288-WBAP. Take away the angst. It's better than all the heartburn medicines, 800-288-9227. Valerie and McKinney, this is Neil. Good morning. Thanks for waiting. Good morning, Neil. Um, I've got to rush because I'm about to go greet at your church. Um, I just had that question about my uh, gardenia buds, why they turn brown and then the outer leaflet doesn't open to let them brown i had hundreds of bud of flowers this year and about half of them have been beautiful now they're turning to that what you need to do is peel them open and um, peel one of them open that's not opening properly and down in the center where the the petals attach to the the central axis you will see tiny little whisker shaped insects moving around those are thrips well thrips. now Excuse me for interrupting, but I, as I said, I'm in a hurry. I did look for thrips. I'm a master gardener, and I got out my little magnifying thing that I have that you can use for stamp collecting and looked very closely, and I never saw any. Well, that's almost always the case with uh, with gardenias. It's rarely not the case. Uh, the only other thing would be, uh, I, I don't know of any other thing that would cause it. Uh, are you seeing any powdery mildew, any signs of uh, any kind of of um, uh, fungal involvement i've not seen that i've always no. seen thrips okay yeah and i'll look again i've looked several have times you, but have I, you used any kind of systemic insecticide to prevent thrips no okay i thought maybe you had gotten rid of them and they were still yeah no this is in a pot and it's been it's a huge pot and it's been on a dolly and i've had it about 18 years maybe good for you and it goes in and out you know if the weather's bad um but And this year, as I said, they've been more beautiful than ever. But toward the end, they've done that every year, I think. And I've always meant to call and find out why. Is this I, Okay, so this is the worst it's ever been? Yeah. All right. But I'll look again. Maybe well, it is. Well, look again. And I think back to, to whether you've been moving this in and out or whether it's been getting more sun. It may be that the, the change to this hot weather we've had the last couple of weeks may have been uh, too abrupt for it. It may be more the environmental conditions okay. than thrips. Well, it's in, I mean, it's not coming in the house. It's it's where it's warm when I, I move it. It's just I, I understand, but I'm saying yeah. if you're moving it out yeah. where it's getting too much sun, it's just maybe the adjustment of, of where you're moving okay. it. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, I just wanted to see if you had any other ideas about I that. I have no other ideas. <laughs> okay. I, I'm fresh right. out. I'll see you at church. Take okay. care. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, First United Methodist Church, in case you're wondering, folks. I I know you're just hanging on that answer, so there you go. All right, Paul in Weatherford and Miss Rogers in Sydney. Where is Sydney? I can't remember where that is. I'll find out. Anyway, you're up next. We have one open line now that we just created, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening is my book. And if you need it for Father's Day, please call no later than noon tomorrow or order it online. If you order it online, you are safe. We'll be clearing all of those uh, this evening, and I'll be signing them this evening. Simple as that. That's Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, my book. 
Um, I'd be happy to sign one for a Father's Day gift if you'd like to do that. We'll have them in the mail by evening tomorrow, by the, before the last uh, mail goes out tomorrow. Uh, the uh, phone number to my office, business hours on Monday through Friday, and by noon tomorrow if you need it for Father's Day, 800-752-GROW. That's with an O, not a zero. That's 800-752-G-R-O-W. 800-752-4769. Book is only thirty-six ninety-five. That's a sale price. That's a bargain for a limited time more. And uh, the other way you can order it that is also guaranteed if you get it done today is my website, neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Now to the particulars. The book is 344 pages, 840 of my photographs, printed in Texas. It's a hardback on high-quality paper, 11 chapters that cover every aspect of uh, gardening, outdoor gardening in Texas. That's uh, uh, lawns, trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annual and perennial flowers, fruit and vegetables, the whole works. 48-page calendar telling you when to do everything for every county in Texas. Uh, your uh, recipient, if you're giving it as a gift, will be happy with it. It makes a great housewarming gift. also makes a great uh, uh, anniversary gift, if you're so inclined, or birthday gift. So for all those reasons, if you're interested, order it right away, and especially if you need it for Father's Day. Again, by noon tomorrow, if you're going to call my office, 800-752-GROW, or uh, order it online anytime, but certainly by noon tomorrow if you want it uh, in time for Father's Day. And that's at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, Neil Sperry's. Lone Star Gardening, not in stores, not on Amazon. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. All right, Pastor Tommy, thank you very much. Services are at uh, 8 or 9 for the uh, first two services. You missed those. Uh, but 10.05 is the one that live streams. And uh, I know a greeter that will be there to greet you if you would like to come. Say hi to Valerie for us. And uh, then at 11.10, and that's the service that our family gets to attend because I get off the air at 10. We would set land speed records if we uh, tried to make the 10 o'clock service. And... Uh, the uh, there also is uh, there are two services in Melissa at a at a church that we help start, and there are contemporary services in McKinney as well. So all kinds of services. We love our church, First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney, three fifteen, North Church Street in McKinney, three one five. It's a historic church, more than a hundred years old and just beautiful. Let me tell you about uh, sunburst shutters right now. Speaking of just beautiful, we have them in our home. And this is the time of year that you can really notice. There are two times a year you really notice the impact of the, um, of the, the insul- insulating value of sunburst shutters. They are made of polywood, P-O-L-Y, polywood. It's a man-made material that is made specifically for shutter use. Uh, it is not wood. It looks like wood. From 18 inches away, it's hard to tell that they're not wood, but it doesn't crack or warp or split or peel, and it is so energy efficient. I think the most energy efficient shutters in America, and they're color fast, white or off-white. The reason I say summer and winter are the two best times to realize you can, you can feel the difference in temperature when they're open and when they're shut. You feel how warm your room is right over there by the windows if you don't have the best windows. When you have your sunburst shutters shut in the summer or in the wintertime, then you open them up and you say, oh, my gosh, that's the outside temperature and uh, coming on in here. Sunburst shutters really do the job, and they are light tight because they are made to fit every opening in your house, window by window by window. You say, well, all my windows are the same size, Neil. They're not. 
they are not because the, the, the painters came in and did their tape and bed work. Nothing against painters. I love painting. I actually love tape and bed work. I have done a lot of it myself. And I know it is not a precise science. You're using the bedding compound. You're using big old knives. You're putting it on, and it varies from window to window. That's why Sunburst Shutters measures every window. Each is custom made. So there you go. Their plantation-style shutters, two-and-a-half, three-and-a-half, and four-and-a-half-inch louver size. The bigger the louver, the fewer lines you have to look out. That makes them just almost invisible. They're wonderful. Okay, all that. They're also available, by the way, in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. How do you get a hold of them? Well, you can go to their showroom, but you need to have them give you directions. The better way is let them bring them to you, bring samples to you. And you do that by calling 214 214- 343-2601. Really great people. Sunburstshutters.com. Sunburstshutters.com. 214-343-2601. Baylor Scott & White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today. Or when a stinging creature or poison ivy has reached out to get you. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. And now, back to Neil. All right, thank you. Let's go to the phone lines again. Again, we have one line. I can't get rid of that line. Need somebody to take that line. Take it off my hands. Fill it up. 800-288-9227. 800-288-WBAP. We go to Paul in Weatherford. Paul, this is Neil. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Neil. How you doing? I'm well. Thanks so much. So my question is, my wife's got uh, raised garden beds, and they've been established for about two years now. And this year we planted some green beans. And all of a sudden, in about two to three days, they completely dried out and don't know what happened to them. She posted on one of her little pages, and somebody was saying something about rust. And is there any way to get rid of that is it in the soil or is it just clean out the whole box start over well let me give you the answer to that question although i don't think it's the right question uh rust is a fungal disease and and uh, you would deal with it accordingly i think what she probably has or what you have is probably spider mites um i i have seen probably ten thousand cases of spider mites to every case of rust that i've seen in my career Uh, so odds are much more heavily leaning towards spider mites the way you tell whether spider mites are involved and 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 almost every crop of green beans ends up with spider mites before it's completely finished the way you uh, tell is you take one of the leaves that is um, either just finishing turning brown or well in the process of turning brown you don't want to wait until it's completely dried and crisp um, and and thump it over white paper i'm going to pick up a piece of paper and and imagine that this is a leaf and if i had another sheet of white paper underneath i've just thumped that leaf over white paper those two thumps i would now look at the white paper beneath and i would see all kinds of little uh, specks all over it that would look like dust and if i looked for about uh, 20 seconds i would say oh my gosh the dust is now walking it's walking all over the place hundreds of them those would be the spider mites, and they, they will vary a little bit in size, but in general terms, Paul, you could put 20 of them shoulder to shoulder on the head of a pin. They are that tiny, which is why you do it over a sheet of white paper. They're very common on, on beans, and they'll move over to tomatoes and marigolds and a lot of plants that they love. It's the, the number one pest in Texas. Man, uh, what's the best way to get rid of those little guys? Well, uh, if the plants are completely crisp, it's too late. Uh, There are lots of insecticides that are labeled for spider mite control. Uh, uh, Some of the organic oils are labeled that way. Um, Even old-fashioned malathion and and some of the other early insecticides are labeled for mite control. We don't have a miticide. They have eight legs instead of six. They're so tiny you won't be able to see the legs probably, but, uh, but... uh, any insecticide that says we'll control uh, red spider mites or spider mites or mites will will control them, um, and uh, to a degree, to a large degree. 
the secret is also going to be in spraying the backs of the leaves. That's where they hang out is on the backs of the leaves. The first sign that you'll have uh, of spider mites will be the bottom leaves of the plants will begin to have a mottling of the leaves, just as if you freckled the leaves with a, a yellowish tan. And that's okay. the time to treat before they ever turn brown, when you just see that first tan modeling. All right. Well, I appreciate it, Neil. You betcha. Have a good day. Drive carefully. Take care. All right. Thank All right. you. Thank you. All right. Let's go to uh, let's go to Miss Rogers in Sydney. I was looking at my clock to make sure I have time. I do. Let's uh, go to her. Good morning. This is Neil. How can I help you? Good morning, dear. How are you? Um, well, thank you. What can I do to help? Um, so I took your advice, and I got the little miniature lemon tree a couple months ago, the, the little Meyer lemon tree. Right. And it's been living outside on my front porch. It's surviving, which okay. is a bonus, because usually if I look at a plant, it dies. Yeah. <laughs> um. It had a couple little lemon buds on it when I bought it. Just a few little tiny buds. Mm-hmm. My cows haven't messed with it. My donkeys haven't messed with it. My chickens haven't messed with it. But darn Tweety birds, whatever they are around here, have picked the buds off. Okay. So I have uh, two questions. Number one, um, I've got a good plastic like deer netting it's got like you know quarter inch holes maybe half inch that would work fine but i'm not convinced that the birds have done that it may be that the that the uh uh, flowers the buds are aborting uh without ever opening just because of uh getting a little too dry or some environmental condition Uh, birds normally won't bother those buds they normally don't. I, if you've seen it happen, then I'm wrong. But but uh, birds normally coexist uh, with those. The butterflies. Just, I've got about a billion of those around here, right? Yeah, now. I understand. <laughs> but I'm I'm trying to get to your answer right away, and I don't know that I would blame the birds. Go ahead and and cover it if you wish. But I, I my but guess would be that, that they're, that's not going to like give it shade or anything. Too much shade or anything. Would no, it? If, not if it's if it's bird netting, it's not going to give any shade at all. The other the other problem in doing that is that you may cut down on your pollination. If they do open, you may cut down on the pollination. If you if you keep pollinators away, bees will be able to get through that. But anyway, I'd... yeah, bees and butterflies should be able to get through that. Yeah, bees at least. Um, yeah. The other question is uh, now that we're hitting, you know, starting to hit the hundred. Uh, I know I have to bring it in during the winter if it drops below a certain temperature or during any severe storms or anything like that. But what about on those super hot days? No, it'll be fine. It'll, it'll be, be fine? fine? Okay. Yeah, just don't let it dry Make out. Make sure it has adequate water. Yes, that's the only thing. It'll be fine. All right. That was it. At a girl. You're going you're gonna to do fine. Have a great day. Thanks for calling. Take care. All right, Gracie is in uh, Colleyville, and we'll help her with the Loblolly Pine in just a moment. And, folks, I have two lines open. We just opened them very quickly there. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. I have some great news for you from Baylor, Scott & White. Uh, They uh, sponsor this entire hour and have done so for many, many years, and they've made it easy for us to keep up with our health at any time. Well, Baylor Scott & White now offers 24-7 video visits on the MyBSW Health app. You can get virtual care whenever and wherever you need it, like right now or later tonight, even on weekends right now, when allergies start acting up while you're out in the garden or when you run into a stinging creature or poison ivy or some other rash-raising plant out in nature. The best part is that you don't even have to stop what you're doing to get the care that you need. Baylor Scott & White help is there uh, when you need it. That's the great news. It's as simple as texting BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. Discover the convenience of 24-7 care. Text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408. That's Baylor, Baylor, Scott & White Health, MyBSW Health. Text BETTER to 88408. 
and thank the Baylor Scott and White people for sponsoring this hour, won't you please? We have a couple of lines open, 800-288-WBAP. Call right now, won't you? Mike Bass is running the boards and screening the calls. He'll be the first voice you'll hear, then you'll be ready for the air. 800-288-9227. We'll be back after the news. DFW's News, Talk, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 820 WBAP. KPLX 99.5 FM HD2. A cumulus media station. Trending now. Ukraine fights back. I'm Lori Waffenschmidt at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP First Traffic and Weather. On the ones. In Garland, an accident is blocking the right lane on I-30 westbound after Rose Hill Road. And in Fort Worth, the off-ramp is closed on 35W northbound to Golden Triangle Boulevard. Your WBAP forecast. Today, mostly sunny, a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Some may be severe. Hot with highs in the upper 90s. Tonight, partly cloudy, a chance of showers and thunderstorms. Lows in the lower 70s. Right now, it's 80 in Dallas, 81 in Fort Worth. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky says counteroffensive and defensive actions are underway against Russian forces. Zelensky says his top Ukrainian commanders are in a positive mindset as their troops engaged in intensified fighting on parts of the front line. The Ukrainian leader spoke at a news conference yesterday while hosting Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Four children were discovered on Friday in the Amazon jungle after being lost for 40 days after their plane crashed. Fox's Jackie Abinez with the updates. Those children's survival came down to incredible circumstances, including the skills they learned growing up as part of the Witoto indigenous community. Their aunt says that their 13 and 9-year-olds even played survival games at home. She says they would practice setting up fake camps and learned about which wild fruits were safe to eat. The eldest child also had experience caring for her younger siblings while her mother worked. The teen used hair ties to help secure a safe camp for her siblings. The plane went down more than a month ago after experiencing engine failure. All the adults on board were killed. The wreckage was not found until weeks later. They were dehydrated, malnourished, covered in bug bites. The search and rescue saga forced the usually opposing military and native people to work together. From the WBAP News Desk, I'm Lori Waffenschmidt. Your next news update at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and keep connected to News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FM HD2. All right, turn my mic on there. Thank you, Lori, very much. Let me uh, tell you right now about uh, the uh, fine folks at Mueller. And uh, they have been around more than 90 years. That's uh, pretty impressive. Not a lot of companies have been around more than 90 years. 1930s are difficult times for America. The country was in the Great Depression. Jobs were scarce, but hopes remained high. And it was during that time that Mueller started making metal products. Now here we are more than 90 years later, and the name Mueller is known across the South as having the finest in quality steel and workmanship. Mueller and its products, they understand what it means to weather the storm. A Mueller metal roof is made to last and protect you and your most valued possessions from the harsh weather we've become accustomed to in Texas. A Mueller metal roof can endure the intense sun, the heavy rain, hail, and even snowstorms for years to come. That's a lot longer than conventional roofs. If you want peace of mind for the future, choose a metal roof for your home, a roof that's made by Mueller. Visit MuellerInc.com. Learn more and find a location near you. M-U-E-L-L-E-R. See why a Mueller metal roof is the best thing to put over your head. Give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. Or stop by one of their 33 locations. They're Mueller. They're made in America and they're made to last. They are Mueller, Inc., Com. Something comes out. All the facts come out all day. Update your day. We keep you updated on what's going on. News Talk 820 WBAP at 99.5 FM HD2. 
Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been leaders across the Metroplex, turning landscaping dreams into reality. They also have been friends of mine for about 25 years. They're great people. It's a second and third generation in the Wisnan family, Mike and Derek, father and son team, and uh, they have 22 acres of gorgeous stone in southeast Fort Worth, very far southeast Fort Worth, open Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays. 4501 East Loop 820 South in southeast Fort Worth. They have a stone for every project, whether you're doing a retaining wall, a patio, maybe maybe pool decking, you need decorative landscape boulders, you want river rock or decorative gravel, they have it all. They buy from the finest quarries all around the southwest. They deliver anywhere you can hear me. They'll help you with your landscape project. You take the dimensions, you take photographs of what you have and what you're trying to accomplish. If you have photographs of a landscape you really like, maybe it's even a a hotel landscape or maybe it's a, a fine commercial landscape or somebody's backyard. You say, I want to do this in my yard. Here's what I have. Here's what I'd like to have. They will help you. And uh, they'll if, if you just say, well, I don't think I can do that. I don't have the energy. I don't have the knowledge. I don't have the time. Whatever it is, they will put you in contact with the landscape contractor who has everything going and knows how to do it. They know the finest because they're very active in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Contracting, uh, Texas uh, Nursery and Landscape Association. They work with landscape contractors all day long. That's WhizQ Stone. Again, 4501 East Loop 820 South. It's a destination place. You want to go when you have time to look around and enjoy it. Really nice people. And a phone number, 817-429-0822. Whiz-Q. Dot com. It's WhizQ Stone. Baylor Scott & White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today, so you don't have to drop what you're doing to get the care that you need. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. And now back to Neil. All right. Thank you, Stuby, very, very much. And we go back to our phone lines. We have one line open. If you'd like to call, this is your chance. And uh, that number is 800-288-WBAP. That is spelled W-B-A-P, and it's numerically 9227. So put it all together. What do you get? 800-288-9227. We go to Gracie in Colleyville. Gracie, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. How can I help you? Uh, Yes, sir. Well, um, I have uh, two loblolly pines. That were planted in a new house, a uh, new landscape, less than two years ago. And they have new growth on them. And, you know, it's been raining pretty much the last couple of years. But they do have some brown um, needles. One of them, not so much, just a few. And the other one has, like, the bottom two branches. The bottom two sets of branches around the tree are brown. And I was wondering... Um, do you think they still need to have that slow watering, or can you think of anything else that might be going on? All right, but the new growth looks normal? Yes. All right. Probably that's just old needles that are being shed, last year's needles, and that, okay. is, that is very normal, so I wouldn't be mm-hmm. particularly concerned. Yes, I okay. would continue to water deeply. Um if if you were doing it every uh, uh, two or three days last year during that gosh-awful drought and hot weather, uh, maybe you can cut it back a little bit to every three or four days um, and then eventually to weekly. I, I'm, I'm just guesstimating um, maybe weekly next year. But the the better you keep them watered, the better they will establish and do well. I doubt that what you're seeing in terms of that browning is uh, related to drought because we haven't had a drought yet this year or a dry spell yet this year. If you had contacted me in July and we'd had three weeks of dry weather, I'd say, well, it probably got pretty dry. But the fact that it's uh, mid-June and the fact that we've been fairly moist and fairly cool until the last two weeks, I'm I'm tempted to think that's just old needles that are shedding. They will do that every year. Okay, and you don't think that the slow watering, which I'm talking about putting a hose in there on real low for 24 hours, 
Um, you don't think that's going to rot the roots because it's been raining so much? Well, I, I wouldn't feel any compelled need to, to water if it's been raining. I don't know why you'd want to do that. Oh, okay. But, well, I was talking about the slow, the slow watering. I was asking if, if I we wouldn't still feel be any doing need that. to water if it's been raining. I okay. don't care if you do it fast or slow. The, when okay. I water, when I water a new plant, you may have heard me describe it to a gentleman last hour with his Oakland hollies. When I water a new, newly planted tree, I want to get uh-huh. it over with. I don't do it for 24 hours. I do it with a water bubbler on the end of my hose, the thing that's the size of my fist that screws oh, okay. on the end of the hose. Not a water breaker, but a bubbler. Most people have not seen them. They, they are the size of my fist, and they have holes the size of pencils uh, in them, okay. lots of holes. I can turn the water on at full blast and water a new tree uh, in 30 seconds and get it over with. Now, if it's in a slope or something, I may have to turn the volume down a little bit, but I can get it watered, and then I can go on about my day. Uh, okay. I don't, I don't have to leave the hose running out there forever. Uh, and and I like to do that. That's that's I think a more practical way to water a new plant. I do that a couple times a week. Okay, but you think? Years. Okay, but you think we should still be doing this or not? Since it's um, as I said, the first couple raining. of years I will do that. I do not do it oh, if it's okay. been raining. The tree only needs so much water. If 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 it rains, let me try to be very specific. If it rains a tenth of an inch, yeah, it rained, but that's not enough to do enough good. If it yeah. rains three inches, okay, I don't have to water today. You need okay. to put, if, if you take a plant out of a 10-gallon pot, it needs to have 10 gallons of water every every couple of three days the first year. Maybe that's every three or four days the second year. Uh, okay. But a tenth of an inch rain doesn't, doesn't count. You're not very far from the airport, are you? No, not very yeah, far. Yeah, and I keep hearing reports about how it didn't rain at the airport. South Dallas gets... <laughs> four inches and it doesn't rain at the airport you know so so you you've had rain but you haven't had a lot of rain so it for for loblolly pines better to be a little wet than a little dry okay great perfect thank you so much you are welcome good luck with them take care okay she is in the in the one part of the metroplex where loblolly pines have a chance because the soils through that area are red they're not the black clays that Loblolly pines are just not adapted in the clay soils, the black clays. All right, uh, let's see where I'm headed now. I had something else queued up in case it went that direction on Loblolly pines. There we go. We go to uh, Claude in Saginaw. Claude, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning to you, Neil. Yes, sir. How can hey, I Hey, I've got an infestation of clover that has a little yellow flower on it. I can't get rid of it. I've used 2,4-D, and it almost acts like a fertilizer. Have you got any suggestions for me? All right. Um, Let me try to ask you a question that will sound like I'm coherent (laughs) for a change. Uh, Does this, if you have it in an area where it's not being mowed all the time, does this have a stem that comes up several inches out of the ground straight up? Uh, yeah, I'd say, yeah, I'd I'd say it does, yeah. Okay, and let me ask you another question. Sounds like the same question. Uh, Do you know what burr clover looks like? I don't have the slightest idea. All right. Uh, Burr clover is dark green, and it does not have a stem that comes up out of the ground. It makes a rosette down flat to the ground. Oxalis, or also called sheep sorrel, S-O-R-R-E-L, uh, is a weed that a lot of people call clover. There's kind of a medium to light green. It has a stem that will come up uh, several inches. Uh, actually, as weeds go, let's see if I can, here comes the end. It's, it's not oxalis. I've got that in a bed. Well, I don't know what it... no, okay, mind you, there are hundreds of different species of oxalis. I'm talking okay. about sheep sorrel, which doesn't look anything like the cultivated oxalis that we grow as a as a bed edging. This one is uh, is has the little stems that come up. The one you're growing in your bed doesn't have any stems, doesn't have a trunk to it. This one has a little stem that comes up. The the seeds look like little okra pods, tiny little okra pods, and they will explode and send the seeds everywhere. Um, that one is is more difficult to control, and on on your two four D product, it probably even says controls 
uh, wild onions and oxalis. A lot of the products do say that because it is hard to control. That's why I was trying to figure out what you have. Um, so uh, the the secret in getting broadleaf weeds under control when you have a difficult one to eliminate is to uh, have active growth, number one. You don't want to mow for several days before or after you put the broadleaf weed killer out. Secondly, uh, if you have um, a, a plant that will not accept the broadleaf weed killer because it has a waxy leaf covering or a glossy leaf covering like, uh, for example, dollar weed or, or even dichondra or oxalis, is to put one drop of a liquid dishwashing detergent in each gallon of spray as you're spraying. You don't use a hose-in sprayer, you use a tank sprayer. And you put that one drop, just one drop, of liquid dishwashing detergent in with the spray and use a, a fairly fine mist of a spray, not mist but droplet size, and coat the leaves of the, of the broadleafed weed, and it will do a much better job sticking on the, the weed. So, yeah, I've tried that. All right. Uh, this, these are all tricks that I learned uh, okay. <laughs> from, from my father, who was the state weed control specialist for A&M. So I, I, and I was working with him for several summers. So those, those things work. Now, if, if you have, I don't know of any weed that is, uh, uh, with yellow flowers, that is resistant to 2,4-D. Uh, given those parameters, I, I don't should know how I, better to help. Should, when should I recoat? Uh, should I respray it? Did you see any abnormality in the growth after you sprayed? Did it disfigure the growth? Did it twist? And a little, a, t- a tad, just okay, a little so, bit. So it was having an effect. That's a good sign. Uh, I would do it after two or three weeks, and. Uh, I'd be really mindful now of of not mowing. For, a lot of people mow and then spray, and that's that's exactly the wrong way. So be careful that you don't do that. Uh, get as much leaf surface as you can. Uh, and nobody wants to have that stuff sitting out there looking ugly, but that's the time to spray. And uh, then don't mow for a few days afterwards. And if it, it rains or the sprinklers come on, then you need to do it again. But I... If it's been a couple of weeks, then you could go ahead and do it again. Okay. Uh, can you give me a brand name of the the weed killer? That there I... are there are many. Uh, the uh, uh, the each company has one. If if you're into mainstream products, uh, if you're in the uh, companies that are only organic, they're not going to have a two four D product. Uh, some of the companies have combined products where they have added a couple of other uh, active ingredients and they are labeled as Trimec, 2,4-D, and two others. Those are those are even more effective, but you have to be more careful because those other two products are active in the soil, and so you can't, you really should not use those out of a hose-in sprayer, but we're not talking about doing that anyway. Uh, Trimec. Yeah, Trimec is 2,4-D plus two other active ingredients. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, the Fertilome and high-yield people have a 2,4-D-only product if there are trees involved. But you're using a pump sprayer to do it with the uh, drops of liquid uh, detergent, and so that's going to put you into a tank sprayer anyway. You're going to be very precise, and you're not going to be soaking the soil anyway, so uh, it's it's not going to be a problem. Okay. Well, yeah. let, me, let me give that a try and... Come back a couple of weeks later and spray I think, it again. I think you can get it. The broadleaf weeds are not that difficult to eliminate. And what I would do is when you when you get your uh, weeds up and growing actively, take a sample into a certified nursery professional or master certified nurseryman, or look at uh, look at some of the websites and and identify it that way. Because although there are a lot of yellow flowering weeds, but there aren't a lot of them that that fit the description you had. Well, actually, I have done that. I've got a granddaughter that's uh, she's interning at one of your, uh, I think it's Callaways. Good. Well, have her take a sample into the, the manager of whichever Callaways, and he or she will be well-versed. They're all Texas certified. Some are even master certified nursery professionals, and, and let that person help identify the weed. Okay. That'll be a that'll be right. a start. Although it's a broadleaf weed, obviously grasses don't have uh, don't have yellow flowers, 
And so uh, the, the 2,4-D products will control. Hope I helped, okay. Claude. You can do yeah, it. Yeah. You can Thanks do it, so man. Much. Take care. Thank you. Stephen Carrollton, I'll help you with your pecan tree. I'll try my best right after this last break of the program. So let's see. We're going to, Mike, uh, enter office memo here. Let's do three in this one, please. Uh, let me tell you about my book. It is Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. And this will be my last Father's Day reference for the book. If you need it by Father's Day, I'm not on the air until next Sunday. You kind of won't get it for Father's Day if you order next Sunday. So I'd suggest you do it now. <laughs> it's uh, a book that I think your dad would be happy to have, or husband, if that's the case, uh, whoever. Maybe it's a son would like to have. But it's 344 pages, 840 of my photographs. It was printed in San Antonio by Clear Visions and then bound at the historic Universal Book Bindery downtown San Antonio. It was so cool to get to see all the different stages of putting my book together when it printed the first edition, or first printing, I should say, and uh, to go to those press checks and make sure that Andy had all of the colors in the registry exactly the way we needed them. It's 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is a a calendar, a 48-page calendar, four pages per month that tell you for the month of June what you need to plant in June, uh, what you need to prune in June. There are things that specifically need to be pruned in June, what you need to fertilize in June, and the fact that you need to be careful fertilizing St. Augustine from mid-June on for example, because of gray leaf spot, and then what you need to spray in June. All the things you do in June or July or August, four pages per month. And then specific chapters, 3 through 11, on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals. That one has a a several-page chart to help you choose the very best annuals for each month of the year, 100 of the best annuals for Texas, including wildflowers, and then uh, uh, perennials, 120 best perennials for Texas, and um, then uh, lawns and fruit and vegetables. I put a year of my life into this book. I spent a life of my life, my lifetime, accumulating what I wrote into this book. I think you'll find it very useful for every county in the state of Texas. You can give it to anybody in Texas, and it will be well-received, I think. Uh, the fact that we sold 79000 with a money-back guarantee and not been asked to refund on any one of them uh, kind of ensures that it will be a success for you. It's only thirty-six ninety-five. That's a sale price to help in these tough economic times. Not in stores, not on Amazon. You buy it by calling my office Monday through Friday, business hours. But if you need it for Father's Day, call by noon tomorrow. Uh, you can order anytime from my website, including right now. Uh, the office phone number is 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. But the better way is to order it at the website right now, neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star gardening. As soils go from dry to wet to dry, our foundations are taken along for the ride. Serious damage can ensue. If you're seeing signs of what you fear might be foundation issues, let the experts at Advanced Foundation Repair do their thorough evaluation on your home's foundation. It's free, and if you don't have foundation problems, they'll tell you so. Their work is affordable, and it's guaranteed for the lifetime of the home. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Foundation Repair. Repairs.com. Arborological Services, the experts your trees deserve. You need to invest in your trees, and the best way to do that is to get the best in-tree care at your home. This is a company that's been around since 1981. Steve Hauser founded it. He is still day-to-day actively involved. He has surrounded himself with a great team of tree specialists. Don't ask them to deal with your flower beds. Don't ask them about your turf grass. Ask them about your trees. Don't ask other people because it won't be as good. There are lots of people who have a, uh, my wife and I were following a, a truck, a pickup truck with a big trailer, no other equipment visible, a ladder and a chainsaw. That's all they had. And I thought, oh goodness, those poor trees. I just, and that was not arborological services. When they arrive, you know the pros are there because they have the right equipment and they have the employees who are uh, all carefully trained 
They really. You know what's first and foremost with Arborological Services? It's safety. That is the first thing that's drilled into each of their employees and then the proper care of their trees. This is the best company. 866-552-7267. Arborological.com. Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc. Twitter at The Tree Experts. And on the phone again, 866 552 7267 Arborological Services. News Talk 820, WBAP, FM 99.5 HD2, and WBAP.com. Finally, I want to tell you about my electronic newsletter, eGardens. We're 19 and a half years into eGardens. It might stick. It's, it comes to, from my uh, computer to your email on Thursdays, just a little after 6 p.m. It is free and always will be. I will never give or sell your email address to anybody, and I'll not spam you so you have nothing to worry about. There always are five stories. One is a featured plant of the week. One is gardening this weekend where I give you uh, uh, tips on things that need to be done in the ensuing three or four days. And one is one section is our Q&A section where I answer your gardening questions. So, and then a couple of other stories. That's what eGardens is all about, and I think you'll like it. If you want to see what it looks like, go to my website. That's where you sign up for it at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Click on eGardens. Once again, join Neil in thanking this hour's sponsor, Baylor Scott & White Health, for offering virtual care anytime, even nights, and Saturdays and Sundays on the MyBSW Health app. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download it today. And now, back to Neil. All right, let's go to Steve in Carrollton. Steve, this is Neil. How can I help you this morning? Well, Neil, I have a large pecan tree in my backyard. Probably 60 years old. I can't even put my arms around the trunk. It's so big. Okay. Every year it's had beautiful foliage. You know, you lose a limb now and then. That's common with a pecan, I guess. Yes, sir. But after this drought we had last year, going into the fall, I noticed a lot of leaves up on the top of the canopy were turning brown. And then this spring... There were no blossoms. Only in the center of the tree is there growth, green leaves. Got up on a ladder, and I broke a branch just to see if there was some green in it, and it snapped like a toothpick. All right. And the whole top is all brown. There's not one leaf up there. The whole top canopy. This thing's probably 65 feet tall. All right, Steve, I'm going to tell you that it's going to be hard to figure out what killed it or is killing it without seeing the tree. The company I just mentioned to you would be very good to call and have come out. They are certified arborists. You need a certified arborist to look at it, whether it's that company or somebody else. Um, pecans do have life expectancies. I live in a pecan forest, and I have lost uh, pecans that just die suddenly. I asked the state pecan expert once, why does this happen? He said it's it's the, the life expectancy of the tree. Sometimes they will have a big pecan crop one year and overproduce and just overtax themselves. But it could be something like that, or it could have been hit by lightning. There are all kinds of things that will happen. A certified arborist can help you. I'm just out of time. Happy gardening, everybody.